0: All right, Welcome to the Two Sons Podcast. Um, the first time that we are going to venture away from Star Wars <laughs> yeah, and talk about uh, the show that I suppose is the most culturally prominent show of the last 10 years or so, Game of Thrones. We're going to get into episode one of House of Dragon today. We're also going to do... Luke's going to give me his first impressions of Thrawn treason. I've already finished it, of course, because I'm insane. Um, (laughs) uh, And then at the end.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh my gosh. Uh, How
0: long did that take you? Like five days. Uh, a weekish, Yeah. Like, because I, I had barely started it before our episode wow. last week. It's
1: um, the beauty of, um, of audiobooks.
0: Yes, exactly. And I, I yeah. so I actually, so Carly stopped me because I actually started the first book of the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy and made it like a stop. Like one chapter in. You, and then Carly's like, you better oh. wait for Luke. <laughs> Luke waited for you during the other books. Like yeah, damn. Said. So I'm stopping. I'm stopping. I will get it under control. We should just um, get
1: like a subscription to all Disney-related – or not Disney-related books, but Star Wars-related books. I know. they probably save a lot of money.
0: Yeah, I'm 100 bucks in on the Thrawn stuff. I know. Now. <laughs> <laughs> just Thrawn freak.
1: Jason Tim Thrawn freak.
0: <laughs> so, uh, and then at the end, we're going to briefly touch on um, – the Great Man, uh, a movie on Netflix that Luke talked about. Like, again, our, sh- our goal with this show is, like, we don't want to talk about things that we don't care about. Uh, so if there's some culturally prominent thing that we don't care about, it probably won't get brought up. Uh, but things that we do take uh, an interest in, um, that's our goal, is to hit on all that. We also yeah. have plans for NFL season, which are going to be kicking off in the next couple of weeks, Yeah, um, which, which should be fun. Y'all
1: um, might meet our friends, uh, Marcus and Sean. Yes. Who uh, are very savvy when yeah. it comes to NFL.
0: Yeah, exactly. Well, Marcus played Division I football, so he offers some perspective there. And then yeah. Sean's just an absolute diehard Carolina Panthers fan, which should be fun. And so. one of the funniest dudes we've ever met. Yeah, just straight <laughs> up straight up hilarious. Um, all right, so let's start with uh, Th- Thrawn Treason. So first yeah. off, this was by far my favorite book of the series. It had It's, it's so good on so many different levels. I'm not going to reveal anything. I just want to know where you're at in the book. And what you've thought of it so far.
1: So um, so far, I've loved it. It's kind of funny because I loved the first book. The second book was really good in my opinion. But then, I, I, again, I'm, I'm enjoying the third book the most at this point. Um, it's Thrawn in his true form. And oh, I feel dude. like the second book uh, didn't necessarily miss that, but you didn't get to enjoy that as much just because – like Anakin's uh character was so dominating and, and obviously Vader of course and then Padme's character was a little bit dominating too and it was a lot of Thrawn just kind of like helping
0: them out
1: almost it's but an,
0: yeah it's an Anakin and, and, and Padme book in a right, lot of ways right yeah.
1: and then in this one uh Thrawn's just back at it he's in charge again and it's it's kind of refreshing to see um and it's really cool because like I talked about previously you know it, he focuses a lot on developing the people around him, and that's a huge, huge part of this book. Eli's back, which is cool, uh, so it's it's fun to see him. Uh, classic Eli Van To, yeah, <laughs> Van Va- To, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, for anybody who didn't understand that joke, that the the chess. The chiss speak names or they they, they say names in very weird ways, yeah. So, I would imagine
0: in the book they put that there, and like I bet you they put a hyphen before I think they'd have to, yeah. Yeah,
1: I think they'd have to because he was kind of bothered by the way that they were saying it, yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, so I've loved it. It's it's Thrawn back in his true form, he's back at the helm, so to speak. Where are you at right uh, now? So, right now, I'm at the part where um Thrawn accidentally messes up um the chiss plan. As they were, as oh, they were stalking, because
0: they were following the ship that was being attacked by the Gromiks, right? And
1: yeah. then, and then, um, I assume there's about to be a nice space battle that's mm-hmm. about to happen, uh, which Thrawn had, had kind of foreseen.
0: Yeah, it's it's interesting. They're, they're, in the early part of the book, you pick up on a couple of different things. First of all, you're right; the second book ventures far into the. Uh, uh, the Darth Vader stuff, some stuff with the, the Clone Wars, like it gets, you're right, It like it Thrawn becomes, he's not an ancillary character, but he starts sharing the stage in a way right. that he does not in the other two books. What I loved about the first book and the third book is it gets back to what I think is one of the most interesting parts of the Thrawn trilogy, which is the dynamics of the the Empire's military, right. and, and the politics among the officers, like the power dynamics, you learn about their structure, there's, uh, you learn, like there's, you'll find, find out later in the book, like there's at least, I think 13 or 14 fleets that, that govern the empire. And, um, it's all just super, super interesting. And it yeah. dives back into those, into those dynamics. And I also just love the the overall Navy vibe, like the, the, the use of Navy terms, the, the concept of having a captain of a ship and the power. Dyna- oh, it's so cool. Everything is so, is so cool about it. The other thing that I thought was really interesting about the beginning of this book, Was because we learned basically in um, uh, through the first two books that there are basically three high-ranking imperial officials, like truly high-ranking imperial officials under the emperor: Darth Vader, Grand Admiral Thrawn, and Grand Moff Tarkin. And you can tell, like it's part of it's part of Palpatine's genius because it's like Darth Vader is like the muscle, right? You know, and then Thrawn is like the brains. And then, like, uh, uh, Tarkin is, like, the deviant. He is. Like, he's he's the master of politics. Thrawn is the master of military tactics. Invader is the sheer power of the Force. Yeah. And it's, like, those are his three primary pawns, and you learn about that. But we get introduced to a fourth. And I, I don't think I picked up on how important this was in Rogue One. Krennic? Krennic is clearly up there. Right. Because... First of all, the Stardust project is top, 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 top secret. Right. Like, even Thrawn is not supposed to know about it. I think it's Vader and then and Krennic. That's a good point. And, and, and so, and Krennic is clearly under the impression that not only is he managing the project, but he will one day be the one who rule, like he will be the captain. Just
1: cruising around in the Death Star. (laughs) You'll be
0: the commander of the Death Star, he truly thinks, which we find out later on. uh, Grand Moff Tarkin takes it away from him. Right. And I thought this was an interesting part of this book, is the beginning, how they kind of lay down that initial motive. Of of uh of Tarkin to try to take it away. I see. I mean? Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. yeah. So and then um uh, there's a couple interesting characters. Ronan uh, is yeah. a tough, just tough. a, to, yeah. just a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, he is. Um. So yeah, I'm I'm really enjoying the book, and I think I'm just gonna I think I'm gonna power through it over this week, so that way you and I can chat about it tomorrow or not tomorrow next, next week. next Wednesday. Yeah,
0: yeah. And um the you've met uh, Admiral Arlani. Yeah, which is she's cool. cool. Yeah,
1: but actually that's really interesting dynamic and we won't get into this too deep. Um, but I, I was trying to figure out if all the Chiss originally, and, and I know people already know the answer to this. So, but, um, I was trying to figure out if all Chiss were as genius as Thrawn and it's clear that they're not like, Ch- th- yes, yeah, Chiss are amazing, but, but, uh, and they're super, super wise and and they're very, very, uh, tactful, you know, but, uh, Thrawn, Thrawn has, a
0: unique brain you'll pick sure. that up it, that is literally in the first chapter of the ascendancy trilogy which i promise really? i gonna stop reading dude so if you keep listening to, listening to that
1: I'm, I'm off the show you're gonna have to do it with lola and she doesn't add much she really doesn't and our friends don't really like star wars like to anybody who's listening, to I would this, be caught.
0: Yeah, I'd be, I'd be powerless. Our yeah.
1: wives told us to kind of do this so we could just get all of, all of our Star Wars talk out of the way and then not have it dominate the week. But we end up talking about our podcast yeah, the whole entire exactly. time, anyways. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Their plan is not exactly. Yeah, worked, sorry, it's yeah. made it worse, <laughs> anyways. But dude, I'm
0: enjoying, I'm enjoying Star Wars more than ever right now. And um, too, because I'm I, Thrawn has been so interesting. I, uh, I obviously Obi-Wan was incredible. I actually mm-hmm. just last night cause Carly had not seen it yet. Just last night we watched the finale of Obi-Wan. So I got to see that lightsaber fight again, which nice. is incredible. Yeah. Um, the, I finished rebels season one yesterday. I just watch it when I'm like having lunch and stuff. Yeah. And, um, incredible. Like that's the one where the uh, Tarkin has captured Kanan and they have to rescue Kanan, and at the end they end up having to call from, for help from Phoenix Squadron. And as a result, like uh, they end up meeting Ahsoka, and there's this dramatic. And then you you really capture like the like because Vader gets brought in at the end, and like you really capture like that they destroyed Grand Moff Tarkin's flagship, they blew it up that's pretty impressive because yeah. the because as uh i think it was as oh no, no, no that's what it was when kanan chops up the inquisitor's lightsaber his lightsaber crystals are still active as they fall into the reactor and it explodes the reactor of the star <laughs> that was convenient <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> exactly wow <laughs> and like as they're fleeing you see grandma tarkin's destroyer and then and i watched episode one this morning actually or yeah it might have been yesterday. I can't remember. Um, but I watched episode one of season two. And nice. like Vader, they basically point out, like, Vader's here because this is now a real threat. Like, well, and like, not only yeah.
1: that, but the Phoenix Squadron just wrecks stuff for the Empire. Essentially, oh, yeah. we were just talking about how important Thrawn is. And they essentially cast him into hyperspace. Not on purpose. Again, that was very convenient that he got yeah. pulled into hyperspace by animals. But, <laughs> but, like, you get my point. I mean, Phoenix Squadron
0: just is a ruckus. <laughs> I just can imagine. I just can imagine at the end, like, people being like, I told you Grand Admiral Thrawn wasn't up to this task. And it's like space squid whales. Yeah, squid up. whales. <laughs> and something
1: called Bendu. <laughs> it's something called Bendu. We don't know if it's uh, a Bendu or just Bendu. Like, it's Bendu. Bendu is here. <laughs> Point what? being,
0: I've been very much enjoying Star Wars lately. And, um,. I think we're heading into like a golden era of Star Wars content. What a time to be alive! <laughs> Dude, what a time, man! Like, and I think I think I could I could not be more happy about uh, us diving into Thrawn like this because I really do think he's going to be a massively important character in the uh, yeah in the show. I really show. hope so. Well, That'd I mean, be so cool. They've strongly hinted at that with the with the magistrate and uh, again.
1: And I don't know what side he's going to be on. I don't know if he's going to be part of the rebels or or part of you know. The empire.
0: Well, in theory, like that'll be the thing that I'm curious to see. And I actually I don't want to talk about this because I want to save this concept for when you finish uh, Throne, Treason, because there's an important moment uh, towards the end of the book that kind of that that kind of hints towards this. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, two weeks from now, excuse me, one week from now on Wednesday, we will be breaking down um, uh, the entire third Treason book. I'm going to uh uh peer pressure luke constantly this week uh texting him making sure that he listens to i'll it. take some days off work yeah. <laughs> <laughs> today's a woodworking and book day I yeah mean, my, my patients will understand it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing too that i've i don't know about you but like i just speed up the audiobook to one and one fourth x and it yeah. just it just adds a tiny bit more pace it doesn't affect the palatability of the show at all i'll see how i like it. it yeah um, the problem is I did that for a while and then I went back to one and I was like, oh my gosh. Like It's, it's super just... slow. <laughs> yeah, exactly.